What's up, guys? I'm Jose Saravia. You're listening to Eden's Cheeseburger. This is the Real Madrid podcast. He's back another week. You listener, you're lucky. He's here. Tell me, Dave. You're welcome. You're welcome, people. World, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 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 listener, we are here. It's Saturday night. Uh, It is the Saturday night of the Real Madrid Villarreal game. Yes. (sighs) That's how I feel about uh, the, today's game. That's how I feel about it. Listen, I, I've I've had not the best weekend. This was perfect. I I had that. It was it was the thing that I needed to just be like, oh, I'm staying home tonight and just drinking tonight. Not a bad call at all. At least we had the ha- the game in like midweek. That was 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 great, right? We haven't had a game like that in so long. You know, like the Mallorca game. Uh, how long has it been since we've like had a comfortable goleada? Wonderful. Just just a good time. A rock in the park. Marco Asensio, three goals. Uh, the, 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 the boy, he's back. It's like you watch him and, and he's back. He has three goals. He's back. Uh, and back. then you hit get hit with reality today. today. And today. it's not great. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a great game. Today okay. Real Madrid tied 0-0, which is if ever, you know, if you're here in the States and you talk to um non soccer fans and they say, Oh well, you know, you get zero zero games, well, you know. They have a point here when you have games like this, like you saw today. Real playing for the draw from like the get-go. Minute one, second yeah. one, playing for the draw every every all, all the way. Today, though, we did face uh, probably a really good uh, coach. I mean, we did face... <laughs> we faced... <laughs> I mean, good, good as in like... <laughs> the best coach ever, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Sir Alex Ferguson down here, Unai Emery way up here, way up here. Oh, of course. Pep Guardiola down here. <laughs> he's taking tips, bro. Unai he's Emery taking, all the way up here. He's calling him. Listener, if you Jeez. can't tell, my left hand is down here. My right hand yep. is way <laughs> up here for God forsaken Unai Emery. <laughs> I mean, look, he's he's coached different places and Decent teams, I guess. You could say that. <laughs> he is a coach of <laughs> he's football. A coach. As, he's a manager. As far as we know. As far as we know, yeah. he is that. Oh, what a frustrating game, bro. What a frustrating game. Yeah, Zero zeros are the worst, man. They, they're just the worst. On this sacred day that we, we honor Christopher Reeves. Is this the day he was born or is it the day he died? I don't know. I think it's his birthday. <laughs> it's Christopher Reeves' birthday. <laughs> Well, well, we didn't honor him very well, did we? It was Not. a pretty bad game. Uh, well, listener, yep. we had lots of changes from the midweek game. Uh, so let's start. I mean, we could start here, yeah, let's really. Let's start with dis- with the disappointment of today? Villarreal. Yeah, yeah. Let's, do, yeah, let's, let's do start that. that. Let's start here, and then we can talk about Mallorca <laughs> playing Villarreal at the Bernabeu on the Saturday. We have Tivo Courtois goal, Nacho on the left. Alaban Militao in the center. Fede Valverde is right back, which we'll, we'll talk about. I have some, I, I have some thoughts on <laughs> okay. that. I got some thoughts there. Casemiro y Modric as like a kind of double pivot, uh, you know, two midfield players. And then the four up top, yeah. we have Rodrigo on the right, Vinicius on the left. Asensio as like a number 10 in attack, really to kind of uh, hope we get from him what we got in midweek. And then Karim Benzema, the eternal goal scorer, Gato. Yeah, what you, would you think of the lineup? 
I, I had to refresh it a couple times because I was like, wait, Balberde is in, in, the, in the back? I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it at all. Was Ancelotti just trying to be like, watch how cool I am. I can win with, with any player or any position. I, I had no idea what happened. I hope it doesn't happen again. Philip Valverde on the right just doesn't work, dude. Uh, uh, it does not. Philip Valverde. Now we know that. Philip Valverde. <laughs> okay, so we're we're starting to learn a little bit more about Philip Valverde, right? So Philip Valverde does not give his best to the team or give the most that he can unless he's playing in in central midfield. Yeah, he needs to feel comfortable. The Mallorca game, yeah. he played on the right, like a right kind of winger. Uh, uh-huh. You know, he can do that, and he can also do the right back, and he can also do the right wing back if you play a three at the back. But really, yeah. that's not his position, man. Like, he needs to play as a central midfielder. This whole thing as a right back with, like, improvising Fede Valverde in order to make the Asensio thing work. So, it's a funny thing, right? So, like, I get playing Asensio because he played amazing against Mallorca. I mean, yeah. the guy was incredible. I don't know I don't know why you don't give any continuity to Miguel Gutierrez. The guy did fine against Mallorca. Given, given it is Mallorca, all right? So, like, you know, you have to say the difference between Mallorca... And Villarreal is pretty big, clearly. It's pretty, yeah. They but, got Emery. But it isn't even just that. I mean, the, just the quality of the team is far better, far more yeah. organized. I mean, but like I said, I, I mean, in the, even in the second half, you saw this guy Ruli, man, playing for the for the draw all the way. I mean, it was it's like the 46 minute mm-hmm. unless Modric or Benzema are pressing, this guy won't pass. He just holds on to the ball. Yeah. Pathetic. It's pathetic, dude. It's like it is. It is. Weak. Yeah, man. It's also, like Nacho, he played him in the midweek. He played him in the right, and now he's in the left. Yeah. It's another thing that it's like. What's? I understand. We don't have. I have no idea why he's doing this. I mean, I know we don't have defense right now, but Valverde, I don't. I just didn't understand that. Didn't understand it at all. So like sometimes you see, you run into this right where you see players who are like. Yeah. Um, Players who are like versatile and they can play multiple positions kind of right. suffer. Like you can see that some, from time to time. So that, I think that's a little bit what Fede Valverde is kind of suffering from. If he was one of these like yeah. one trick pony players who, like, so like Vinicius is a good example of that, right? Vinicius is a player who only can play on the left and in attack. You can't stick this guy on the right. You can't stick this, stick this mm-hmm. guy as a right forward or as a right wing back. He plays as a left wing attacker. That's what he does. That's all. That's yeah. it. It's the same thing with like Arjen Robin. You can't. You couldn't stick Arjen Robin on the left. Mm. You stick him on the right as an attacker so that he can cut in and attack and, and shoot onto his left. Yeah. This is what he does. So I, this is what I was saying earlier about Fede Valverde. I think we're starting to learn about him. His best position has to be in the middle. In the midweek yeah. game against Mallorca, he played with Camavinga. All right, and so now you have like a. If you have Camavinga and you have Fede Valverde playing in central midfield uh, behind Marco Asensio, now you have players who are in their natural positions and they can work, right? They can do what they're here to it do. Worked. Yeah. But I mean, if you put, if you stick, if you start experimenting too much, which is what I think what happened today in the Villarreal it's game, it's definitely what happened. It's like, yep. all right, this doesn't work, dude. You can't stick Fede Valverde as a right back. Like, no. especially having Lucas Vasquez at the bench. I know he had a couple of rough few games, but it's like, you know, you give him Come the on. start. So, like, Ancelotti, okay, as much as, like, I was praising him last week for playing players who are in form, you can't go too far on the other end and be and then yeah. play guys like Fede Valverde at right back. I, I think this kind of threw the whole balance of the team. We had a really, really bad first half. I mean, terrible. 
half wasn't even better either. But, well, I, mean, I thought it was a little better. The second half was a little better, I will say. But the first half was, oh, my God. It was just Russ, us running after the ball at home. Yep. So we're at home at the Bernabeu. At home. And, and uh, Villarreal has all the possession. They're just, they're just dictating the play, pinging it here and there. Easy, easy, easy game. We can't mm-hmm. press. We don't really have a midfield. Uh, Modric and Cross, uh, Modric and sorry, Modric and Casemiro were uh, yeah. suffering. Couldn't get the ball. Couldn't really get a sniff of it. Marco Asensio doesn't really drop back and and unhold that position well. Uh, we don't really have any bite with Fede Valverde. It, it was it was hard. It was hard to watch. Dude, we're lucky that the, the Villarreal forwards suck because they're garbage. They should they? they are so garbage, dude. They had so many opportunities where it was like, wow. Wow, you guys suck. Like it's just it's just like I'm gonna tip my hat. I mean, as much as it was Courtois stopping those balls, it, it really was they suck. This season so far we've had really good like even the game we drew, it was we still tried and it was really it was really exciting and everything, but this week, like I think if you look at the highlights that they'll put up, there's probably not one good good play that Madrid did. Decent play, at least. You're probably going to see a lot of of the Villarreal forwards screwing up and completely missing. I mean, they just they just suck. Lucky for us, they're they're bad. So I remember, like the 12th minute, first the yeah. first real thing that happens in a game is Divu with a massive save. Divu Courtois again, Fede Valverde on on his side, right? Like he's uncomfortable in that yeah. position. Like yeah. this guy just kind of cuts in between him and Asensio, gets the shot off. In there to make the save, so that yeah. was that was huge. It was especially pronounced in like the 1920th minute, where like the team just they couldn't get the ball, man. Villarreal just mm-hmm. just held onto the ball as if they were Barcelona or something. It's like, what is this? Yep, as the yellow submarine. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're always a bogey team, and it has to be said they're a bogey team for Real Madrid. I remember like um, the couple of years that they've had. Um, yeah, yeah. But also, also say, and it's also a surprising team, right? Because they they are in the. They're in the top five right now, I think, the the, the point wise. Um, they've been a surprising team. However, a surprising team that can't win because they haven't really won any big games. Uh, we should have easily beat this team, but yeah, it's just too much experimenting. I I wonder also if like um, the fact that we played champions had any anything to do with crazy rotations today, at least. I mean, like, yeah, you would think so. I mean, so, I mean, like, Luka Modric didn't even play in the Mallorca game. He right? didn't. And so you would think that, like, bringing Modric in for this game, I mean, from the both, from even knowing, even without knowing the teams and without knowing the results, the Villarreal game was the more difficult game. Yeah. Um, and so bringing in Modric um, in made a lot of sense, but, man, they just, they just weren't effective. I mean, we, we really had very little to do in terms of like uh there's very few chances we created it was just a rough game man Casemiro and Modric really really suffered man they both they both continue to look tired even though they didn't play midweek it was interesting yeah uh what's the what's their forward it's called the the Dan Huma whatever his name is that the one yeah Juma or something he was the most dangerous Juma. player yeah he had that one play right where uh there's a center like towards minute 30 he had like a little, cool little spin pass thing that happened. He took down Valverde again, and he goes and he chips it all the way to the left. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing because <laughs> uh, he sucks. Yeah, like I said, lucky for us, they they sucked. They had a few chances. I mean, Tuvo Corral was able to save everything, everything. 
everything they threw at him, he was able to save it. I had like in the thirtieth minute there was a big one. Okay, so I missed the penalty. Did you see the the supposedly penalty to uh, to Nacho? That was in around thirty fourth, thirty fifth minute, around the thirty fourth minute. Nacho kind of around the D of the area, right into the box. He gets kind of a light tackle, and I think that's enough to kind of take him off of his balance. Right, like he's um, he's already kind of falling in, and then Albiol kind of puts his body in the way to make sure he kind of falls down. I don't know. You could see a ref give it, and you can see a ref not give it. If anything, I don't know that it's a penalty. I know if I would if I would if I was to make a call on this one, I would say this is the foul outside the box, like right around the D. Um, yeah, the the slide tackle from the guy in the back, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. more of a foul. Yeah, because the guy doesn't get the ball. I mean, really, neither doesn't. of them touch the ball. Really, not Albiol and not either the other dude. And the thing is, from the angle we were seeing it. It looks like Arbiol slides in to get in his, like, interference, right? Yeah, But yeah. I think when they showed the other angle, it's kind of weird because it doesn't seem like it at all. It seems like they sort of both collided into each other. And I think that's where the ref was standing on the other side. But it should have at least gone to bar because it didn't even get a bar or anything. Yeah, that was a weird annoying. thing that didn't go to, to Vada, right? Uh, he's my son is typically very fair to us, but I mean, like... Yeah. He just didn't even go to VAR. And it looks like, I mean, he's, at some point, it looks like he's, like, touching his hand to his ear. But, I mean, like, but nothing. Uh, nothing. Yeah. We didn't get anything from this one. Yeah. I think, and I, I was hearing, I forgot what game happened and people were pissed at VAR. Or, or they, they were asking, brought up again, whether or not we should have access to uh, what the refs talk during VAR. Because I feel like they probably asked him, like, hey, should you want us to check it? And he probably said no, and which is, like, you know, it's, it's kind of messed up. It's like, you should check it. You have the technology. If, if it's saying you want us to check it, you should check it, you know? This goes to the greater, like, uh, the whole, whole greater debate but, but, but like uh, about VAR, right? Because yeah. this was brought in in order to make this more fair and make sure we get the right calls, right? But, I mean, if, if there's a team of people in the room in the VAR um, – where they decide as to whether or not this should even be viewed or, uh, you know, which place should be viewed, which place should not, then it's like, well, you know, even that seems to defeat the purpose, right? It it's seems, not, yeah, exactly. It defeats the purpose of like, well, this is supposed to be fair, right? Like, you know, and like in football, we have this like where we can throw a, a flag or something and then we can mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. throw a review flag or what have you. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if that's really the way, like uh, th- this game is really different, right? I mean, our game is really different from football, really different. but like, I don't know, man. This doesn't seem to be working because, I mean, it's, in terms of whether or not plays are reviewed or not, like that's just add to the discretion of the ref or like yeah. the people who are up top. It doesn't seem to be working. But, I, I mean, yeah. In this play, I mean, nine times probably out of ten, it gets called a penalty, though, because it looked like Nacho was going. He was not stopping for anything, and he just got stopped. It looked like... I don't. Also, how long has Albiol been in Villarreal? I was like, oh, like I remember this guy being with Madrid for like the longest time as a bench warmer. He and played, how is he a captain yeah. now in Villarreal? He's one of the guys <laughs> who came in and and that kind of second Galacticos phase with with uh, Mourinho yeah. came in with like Alonso and uh, yeah, Ronaldo yeah. and Kaká and all these guys. But yeah, I think he's been at uh, Villarreal ever since. I mean, he's a good defender, oh, okay. but like, dude, uh, he he's had lots. Of, he had lots of great uh, plays this game, but um, yeah. 
this play, I mean, it, it does seem like he just kind of goes in to make sure that he makes contact with uh, Nacho mm-hmm. and make sure that he falls over. And so, I mean, like yeah. I was saying earlier, you see some refs will give that and some refs won't. But I mean, like the, you know, the, the whole point of VAR was to, you know, to to remove this gray area, right? And it's it's not really doing that. So, anyway, I mean, what do you think? Was that a penalty or no? From looking at it, I would say yeah, just because he, it looks like I'd be able to slides in, you know. But I, I also am aware that it's not basketball, and you're allowed to move. Not like in basketball where you're not allowed to move. Uh, when you're defending, um, but it seems like he get he got in his way, and as much as you want to say it's it's full body, at the same time he it's interference as well as well, you know. I think they're actually both fouls. So like you could call yep. the foul before, and then you could call the penalty after. But if you're just going to be uh, like fair about the game, then you would have to say okay, you'd call the foul first. But the fact that Himanzano didn't call either of them, he didn't call the foul no. before, or he didn't call the penalty. That's bad for the game, I think. I don't, I don't think that's a good uh, play. But, you know, it is what it is. Real Madrid should have had that. Um, yeah. After that, I didn't really catch anything else in the in the, in the the first half. I mean, like, I don't think there was really anything first half, else. First half, nothing. I mean, it was, really just, just, it was really just Real Madrid really suffering to kind of get the ball back. I mean, like, they'd lose it, and they they just wouldn't see it for a few minutes. Yeah, I I wrote that in the first half. I was impressed by Alaba again. You know what? We he we have a subpar defense, and he's really doing the best he can. The same thing with Militao, dude. Like, especially when you have to back up Valverde and stuff. Even though Isco, I mean, uh, um, Asensio was down there helping quite a bit. You know, Alaba um, and and Militao just surprising to me. The amount of work they did defensively. Alaba did really good. Um, he, he still seems slow, man. I was like, he, there's lots of there's a couple of moments where we're pressing up, especially in the second half, where uh-huh. he's pressing, he's pressing, he's pressing, and like if, uh, if one of these Villarreal players got get the ball, man, he's struggling to get back, dude. He's yeah. really not like uh, he's. You can see why he's he's played more as a center back. He's much more comfortable mm-hmm. there than he is as like a as a as a left back. And then even yeah. with the speed, like. You know he's no Varan clearly. Varan Varan outruns him every time, hmm. but uh, you know he's our guy, and and you know he he's doing all right. He's doing well in terms of his leadership. I do like that. Like you know he has lots of. He's clearly like a leader. Yes. He's clearly really really experienced. Just in terms of hierarchy, he's uh, he's already like one of the leaders of the team. You can tell. Yeah, I mean he's like a professional. He's he's not messing around. You know and. I love, I like I said, uh, shout out to him for that. You know, obviously he listens to us. Send me a, a signed jersey. If the team just really looked like lacking in physicality, man. You were like calling for Kamavinga to come in because we need some some muscle in the midfield, some like movement, some activity. Like we need something. Although man. the Kamavinga substitute completely shocked me though, because he came in for Rodrigo. Uh, I was like, wait, you should have taken Asensio out. That's Even exactly what I thought, too. I was just, I was like, I wrote down, I wrote down, I'm like, oh, so I'm assuming Hassad now is just going to be a bench player from now, from moving forward now. Like, cause I'm like, okay, if, if Rodrigo's coming out, I, I was assuming Asensio was going to come in, maybe. Uh, I knew Camavinga was going to come in, but I was like, for Asensio, for, for, uh, Rodrigo, that was interesting to me. I was yeah. I expected. I wrote down. I expected Asensio because Asensio had a really quiet half. It was not a game for him, right? Like we, they tried uh, to stick him in that same number ten role. It just didn't yeah. work. Like he didn't do anything. Like he yeah, did yeah. nothing. 
and so I really expected him to come out and then Kamavinga to come in. Uh, but he takes out Rodrigo right at the beginning of the second half. That was a <clears throat> real big surprise too, uh, for me as well. But like, um, you know, I, it worked in the sense that like Real Madrid improved a lot. The second half, a lot more urgency, a lot more directness going at the game. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good in that sense. And the uh, the second, I mean, the second half we did have better chances. I guess we had more chances. But we just—it kind of looked like we were tired, man. It looked like we were completely drained. Yeah, and this is what I was telling you about. Like with at right at the at the forty seventh minute, like right there, uh, their keeper Ruli gets the ball and literally oh, he's not—he's yeah, not even yeah. looking to play it, dude. I mean, then this is uh, what I mean from the from the outgo of the second half. These guys aren't even trying to play. I don't know if that's their goal, their, their plan though. Their plan of attack is to just sort of kill time and and get one lucky goal. You know, because it seems like it. Yeah, it's funny. Like the Bernabeu was like uh, was booing the entire time because they would they, mm-hmm. they just started time wasting from like the get go, especially yeah. in the second half. It was just so obvious. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I get, I get it. Like, right, you know, like you expect a team, a smaller team, to come in to the Bernabeu and do that, but it's just again, it's like it never it never ceases to annoy you, even though you know what's going to happen it or you, you can understand why they're doing it. Yeah. It's just it's still annoying as hell when you watch it. Keepers like just sitting over the ball for like. Two minutes straight, and like yeah. which which makes sense because like Real Madrid tried to press in the first half, and and Villarreal did a pretty good job of like kind of passing it around them, and so they tried to sit back in the beginning of the first half and kind of make sure they weren't running their heads off. But but that's just ridiculous. This guy really sitting on the ball for like two minutes, unchallenged, <laughs> just sitting on the ball like what? Yeah, weak. Also, I don't even. Did you see the the Gil Manzano today? <laughs> did he? I didn't see him like tell Roli to stop killing time with the ball. Like, well, yeah, that was the other thing, right? At the, at the, like, yeah, at the end of the second half, he, like, uh, I mean, he got, we got four minutes for the first stoppage time. Yeah. Which, again, when you look at, like, Atleti and I know, the time they were getting at the beginning of, you know, their first few games, it's like, dude, are you serious? They, these guys mm-hmm. did not stop wasting time. This uh, this guy, Foyth, dude. Yeah. I, oh, my God. This guy wasted by himself must have wasted, like, ten minutes. And we got four minutes at the end. It was ridiculous. There was like a fake injury that no, it, looked like it was every scary. Second, but every second this guy's going down like, oh, my face. Yeah. Oh, my arm, my leg. Oh, dude, yeah. ridiculous, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. come on. Another thing I noticed, I started to notice, especially in the second half, so many slips. I don't know what, what, what our uh, gardener or what our uh, pitch guy is doing. Listen, but, man, listen. I mean, both our players and their players are slipping all over the place. Just slip and slide over here, dude. What is this? Like, Listen, I'm surprised uh, um, that field is even there, dude. Let's not forget, they're still in the middle of <laughs> yeah. construction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they probably put that grass, like, a day or two before the game even happened. They're you know? all over the place, man. Everybody. Um, yeah. 48th minute, 49th minute. This guy, Juan Foyth, smacks the... Did you, did you see this? The oh, 40, uh, yeah, the, minute. To, This guy, Foyth, the, yeah, the Argentinian guy, like, he smacks the hell out of Vinicius as he's trying to yeah. cut back, and he uh, he just whacks him, and nothing. Like, it's a foul, and that's it. No no red card. No, I'm sorry, no, no yellow card or anything. Yeah. Dude, it's ridiculous. I wrote that a couple times, man. A couple of massive saves from Thibaut Courtois. This is the, this is the difference, I think, really. With I mean, if we, if we just, just go on goalkeeper real quick, this is the difference between mm. him and like Gerald Navas. Uh, yeah. You would think some of these big saves. I mean, I don't know that Gerald Navas really makes some of these. Some of these, I, I, honestly, Navas? I have my doubts. Yeah, there's some even like 
I would question whether Iker would do them too. Maybe Iker more in his prime, or even then, you know, he still Iker would make a lot of these little mistakes. But yeah, uh, in games like this, it seems like Courtois is just like focused and, and it is is he knows what he's doing, you know. So I mean, what else we got? I mean, for the second half, and we um, had Luka Modric Hazard, come out. Hazard came in. Yeah, yep, Eden Hazard coming in the second half. Uh, it's at the seventy second minute. Our boy, our podcast namesake, he did well. I thought he did okay. I mean, he I didn't do. He did good. He didn't have a whole lot of time, but um, I guarantee he's gonna start the Champions League the game though. I have a feeling. You think so? Where does he Where does he come in though in terms of the lineup? I think well. Asensio is probably going to be sitting down. I don't think he's going to play him again. I think he's going to play with Bini, Vinic- uh, Benzema, and Hassad in the top. I don't think he's going to play Rodrigo again. We saw really little from Marco Asensio, man, especially considering he, he had do. such a great game against Mallorca. He didn't do anything. You know, who knows? Maybe he does Maybe he does try something different because we are playing Sheriff, which, by the way, I, I don't think anyone knows any. I hope that... They've done their homework and they've <laughs> looked up games because I haven't even I have never even seen this team play a game one single game. I didn't even watch them last Champions League game, and they won. But yeah, they won their Sheriff. last game. I mean, I would hope that you know the coaching staff is doing whatever they got to do to yeah to make sure that they're uh, ready for that. But I think in a, if I think the Hazard doesn't doesn't start on Tuesday, I think we're going to see Hazard in the bench for the rest of the season. At least until these kids start having a little bit more mistakes. So far this week, for sure, he's been a bench player. He's clearly... you could Because you could argue that Wednesday was to rest, but then like today was was obvious it's not a rest day. It was mostly just because he didn't think he's good enough to start. That's interesting, right? Because you have... Eden Hazard not getting to start because Vinicius is so hot. But it has to be said, the Mallorca game and today's game, we really didn't see the same Vinicius. He's kind of no, like, these no. last two games, he's kind of gone back to like uh, last mm-hmm. season Vinicius and like the, yeah. you know, the last few seasons of Vinicius where like, you know, he, yeah, like, yeah. he'll make space for himself, you know, for a shot and he'll send it up to like row Z or whatever, like. Oof, yeah, he did not. Vinicius has not had good games the last two games. I think I think Vinicius needs to like again get out of his head a little, because he had. That's the problem with him. People like just tend to be like, "Bam, he's the best." They go zero to hundred on him, and it's like he's not there yet, right? I mean, he's clearly not there yet. And like there's today, there's a several plays where I was just like, if you pass the ball, maybe Benzema gets a better chance than you. Or, or even there was a couple of times when Hazard was in there where I was like, if that's a pass, that's a goal. If that's a pass, that's a goal. And he's hot right now, so why not? You want your hot players to take risks. He takes a shot, but yet completely not the same that he's been in the last two weeks ago or a week ago, for that matter, you know? I don't know, man. I, I worry that he's kind of cooled off. Like, he was uh-huh. really, really hot beginning of the season. Yeah. And now he's kind of cooled off the last few games, it has to be said. I don't know what we do. I mean... So okay, so like that that's the whole thing that was keeping Eden Hazard out. So if he's cooling off Pink. and Eden Hazard is look I mean Eden Hazard still can't get an assist or you know get a goal, but like uh-huh. uh, do you start tinkering with that? It seems like it seems like Ancelotti's really willing hey, to me. tinker with the team. He's really looking to like he's looking to play players who are informed. So like Asensio is a good example, right? Like 
Um, if it not if it wasn't for the Mallorca game, I don't know that he gets a start today. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, I don't know if he like if he keeps tinkering with the team. That's that's good and bad. Like you want to play the players who are in form, but then you yeah. want to you want to have some continuity in the team where like the team knows what the hell the lineup is supposed to be. If the team mm-hmm. is like constantly changing every week, then it's that's not good for the team either. The players that were hot towards, especially when they came in for the subs, Isco had a decent game in the Mallorca game, and he did well-ish today. I mean, he did good today for Isco, I guess. And, I mean, you could tinker a lot and then start putting in Isco and taking out any, put in Asensio in there, put in Isco on the top with with uh, Hasade and Benzema. You could keep Asensio in that, in that case, too, if you because Gross is not going to be ready, right? I don't know if he's going to risk Kamavinga to start in a Champions League game. I don't know if he's, he's going to do that yet. Uh, so we had... 80th minute, Asensio comes off, and then Isco comes on. Uh-huh. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot. I mean, I, I don't feel like Isco did a whole lot in the game to kind of no. really, really warrant it. Um, what else do we have for this game? We have the 85th minute, uh-huh. so I wrote something down. I want to talk about Emery, man. Yeah, Emery, yeah. Emery with this guy, with his, like, a constant Being dramatization and, like, <laughs> oh, like, arms all over the place. When it's like, dude, you're a, I'm sorry. You're a loser. Looking to play, looking to play for the draw every uh, every minute. His whole team, the whole time, especially from the beginning of the second half, playing for the draw from get-go, from minute one. He's the guy that won hella, like, Europa Leagues with Sevilla's, right? Is that him? So, like, he's one of these guys who, like, went around, like, like these these Spanish coaches who, like, just kind of rotates around yeah. the different teams. So, like, uh, Bordalas, same thing, like, Bordalas, Marcelino, uh, what's his name? Quique Setien, Quique Sanchez Flores. These guys all just kind of rotate yeah. around the same teams, so like Athletic Bilbao, Villarreal, Valencia, Sevilla. It's like all these guys yeah. just kind of have their turn at, like, uh, Emery was at, Villarreal before. I think then he goes to Arsenal, fails there. PSG oh, first. Sorry, goes to PSG, fails there, goes to Arsenal, fails there, and then comes back to Villarreal. This is what this guy is. He's small time. He's small time. He goes for he's for yeah. small clubs. All right, so that's that. I mean, let's we can talk about we can talk about Mallorca. Um, much more happy times. I mean, like we we discussed earlier, what um, what a good time, mm-hmm. chill time. It was fun. It was easy. Everybody's getting goals. Everybody's just lining up to get them. La Liga, we play Mallorca. We had Nacho on the right, uh, which is more natural yeah. compared to this game. I mean, like Nacho is a right-footed player. Miguel Alaba and Miguel Gutierrez on the left. As much as that the Mallorca game was Asensio's game, it was also Camavinga's game in a way, dude. At, at the same time, though, there was a lot of times where you could see Nacho go over and like scream at him, and be like, "What are you doing?" Because he is young, like he doesn't have that experience yet, you know. Still makes a lot of mistakes, but he was so great that game, that Mallorca game. Yeah, it was it was it was great. It was a great midfield. I mean, it was all action. It was perfect for Asensio because uh-huh. if you have guys like Camavinga and Valverde. You have guys who are gonna yep. have plenty of running, plenty of lungs to do all the running they need to. I mean, all of the all of all of the opposite of today, where you have like two older kind of veteran guys who aren't really, they're not really there to like be running around after. You know, after the ball, like with mm-hmm. uh, the Villarreal game, if you have guys like Camavinga and Valverde, they can—they're much more natural. They're much more um, in their like natural positions, and they're able to uh. recover the ball 
Casemiro and, and Modric struggle a lot today. Yeah, and then and the, but then again, Mallorca is a team with young players, man. But it was fun, man. I loved watching that game. I, I like you said earlier, you're like I can't remember the last time we had like this is a complete this like just killing. Dude, yeah, I mean like the it's been a long time since Real Madrid's been just dominated a team like that. I mean everybody looked great. Michael Asensio just had the complete liberty to do whatever the hell he wanted, man. Just whatever. He had, I remember, like, even before he got, like, or after he got his first goal, he was already feeling it, man. Like, I mean, and this is his former teams. He had the, Uh he had the the, uh, chance for a goal Olimpico, like, uh, like, uh, Cross did a few years ago against Valencia. Gamavinga had some, man, he had some nice kind of, um, -hmm. I saw him kind of dishing him all over the place. He's like dishing it left, dishing it right. Um, Really, really great stuff. Really encouraging. But it's like, it's, after, it's if if we'd recorded this right after that game, we'd mm-hmm. be like so happy and so jubilant about the, the Mallorca yeah, yeah. game. But juxtaposed against a, like a game to like a team like today, then it's, it's like, like damn, you know, the Mallorca was really just garbage. They were just so bad. It's like this week was like we saw the potential greatness, and then uh, and also we saw the reality of. We're still not a hundred percent like still dealing with a, a sort of a, a fresh new team, you know. Yeah, or if yeah, exactly that. Like if we play any team that has their stuff together, then we're gonna have if if we don't play mm-hmm. guys, if we if we start experimenting, right? If we start throwing these things out, like Valverde right back, Asensio as a number ten, you know, two way older veteran guys at center midfield. You know, if we start doing things like that, then we're gonna we're gonna suffer a bit. And I think. Yeah. I mean, at least we didn't lose. That's the silver lining of the Villarreal game. You know, it's it's like a it's a warning. If we play a serious team with and we start you know tinkering, experimenting, things like this, we're gonna we're gonna suffer a bit. Um, and moving forward too with us, I mean, we we have kind of the tough month. October is kind of a tough month, and hopefully we get Cross back, man. Because I think Cross, uh, hopefully when Cross comes back. You start having more of a stable sort of squad, right? Because so far we we've had everyone's every game has been a completely different squad, basically, right? I know for a fact he. I think the defense. We know who the center backs are going to be, because he's not he's not hasn't changed them for a while for a couple games, but we still don't know who's going to play in the back with not nor where Nacho will play. We know for sure Benzema is staying. Do you think Vini is going to stay for longer in the front? Or do you think he's going to actually take him down? I don't know. I, I feel like, okay, so it's a good point. Vinicius, I think, would pro- if it was me, I would probably give put him on the bench. Bench him out before he gets too. Because he's kind of he's kind of cooled yeah. off, you know what I mean? Like he's kind of, he's not this, he doesn't have the same heat. Like he had a couple of finishes in the Villarreal yeah. game. And uh, they were crap the same way as it were last season it seemed it seemed like he had reverted yeah. right when these guys come back when guys like gareth bale come back when danny carvajal come back when uh mendy comes back like what you know then it'll be interesting to see what what, what what ancelotti does because uh you, you have to think these guys gotta yeah. play gareth bale for for all of his deficiencies he's he has far more like weight and attack mm-hmm. than like Fede Valverde on the right. You stick him there, and it's like, what does he do? Lucas Vaquez, what, what is this guy going to do? And then Hazard is another guy who's like super uncomfortable yeah. on the right. Even towards the end of the Villarreal game, he's there. He would show up on the right. They were just trying to, mm-hmm. you know, find space. Uh, that's another. That's the other thing with Vinicius. I wanted to mention this guy. This guy should not be in the box. 
Like there's a couple like that la- that last play where like where like he gets a header. Like you're you're just in the way, bro. Like Vinicius should yeah. not be in the box. Vinicius should be yeah. on the side looking to make plays, hugging the touchline. You shouldn't be in the box looking for headers. Like that should not be what you're doing. Yeah. It's it sucks because like what's fresh is the Villarreal game where we're like, you know, we're really I, I was super stoked at the Mallorca game. It was such a nice Nice thing to have, like all the players looking like they were going to score. Isco gets a goal. Like what the hell? Like you would never, ex- no. you have, you, you know, Isco getting a goal is like a super bonus. Yeah, although like I said, Villarreal has been surprisingly decent this season. It was. I mean, it ended up being a tougher game than even like yeah. the Valencia game. The Valencia game eventually opened up for us and we were able to win that. Uh, who knew the Villarreal game would actually be the hardest game of all of these? Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Real Madrid tried everything. I mean, I don't know. It kind of feels like we threw the first for half sure. away. Because we just, again, we just couldn't get a hold of the ball. Mm-hmm. We couldn't get it. Like, we couldn't see it. We couldn't sniff oh. it. The second half, we did a lot yeah. better. If we had played, it makes me wonder if, like, if we had played the lineup that we played mm-hmm. against Mallorca, against Villarreal, who knows? Maybe we'd had a better chance. Okay. I mean, Camavinga, Valverde in the, in the center of midfield, did, did I mean, they just you just have to say it. They did so much better than Modric and, and Casemiro. Do you, do you think that uh, this game would have, Today's game would have been better if it was a one-one draw versus a nil-nil. I mean, it's the same, right? In terms of points and whatnot. At least, at least Atleti got the loss. I, I mean, in terms of and, like the league and how the how the the, the picture of the and, league is and looking. Barcelona is looking, is looking Barcelona, horrible. They're, they're garbage. They're garbage. They're, <laughs> we don't, they clearly won't have to worry about them. No, clearly, we'll no, only have to worry no, about Bar- uh, uh, Atletico Madrid. Yeah, but Barcelona is that. You know what? Garbage. Atletico they're, they're Madrid garbage. is just getting lucky, and I don't. That's the thing that sucks about him. For all the people talking crap about how lucky and La Flor de, 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 de Madrid and all that stuff, right? Atletico is is as lucky. In last season, they won all because of luck. And this season, I mean, the games that they didn't lose, they should have lost a lot more points, but they got, like, an, a crazy amount of time, like, added on time, you know? And and finally yeah, no, their luck is running out and they're about to have some tough games because they they face Barcelona I think I think uh, it's this weekend. That's gonna be that's gonna be a huge game for how the league's gonna shape. Yeah, out. yeah, because I think they play. Um, they have cha- well, champions this week. Yep, uh, this Saturday is actually the game. So that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see what Barcelona does this weekend this week. Because they both have champions. Barcelona plays Benefica. But the way they're playing, just suck. I wouldn't be that confident with Barcelona. I mean, even against a team like Benfica. I mean, like, uh, they, they're they they're so bad right now, dude. Barcelona is so bad. It, it's like they're still going through this depressive phase of, like, uh, they lost Messi. having <laughs> lost a little Messi or having <laughs> lost a little Messi. And, like, they, they're kind of a lost club in that they don't, like they don't know what to do. They're kind of like they have no direction, really. Yeah. To be fair, we went through that a little bit when Cristiano left. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I don't think that's the feeling anymore. Like you know, with losses like this, I don't think anyone's think you know sitting around thinking like, man, if we only had Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. I think that's right. kind of in the end. I think that's a that's that that's the difference between us and Barcelona, where like they yeah. gave everything to that guy. They gave they gave him everything. Uh, in order for him to stay and all that, and in the end, he just leaves anyway. Yeah, dude, they went above and beyond for that guy. I mean, and Messi also with his thing that he's going through in PSG right now is like, 
You know, you're going from a team that was willing to sacrifice everything, even going in crazy amount of bankruptcy, because that's, that's, like, oh, yeah. that's they're, exactly they're, what they did. They just went bankrupt to, to keep Messi, and that's insane. They're a disaster, right? And that, like, they have, like, uh, Piquet had to take a pay cut in order to uh, yeah. sign these guys, and then uh, Jordi Alba had to do one, too. Yeah. Oof, it's horrible. And it's funny, I'm enjoying it because, you know, we're... we're because it's Barcelona, but um, the fact that, uh, what's his name, the coach comes out and he's like, Kuman has like a, yeah. a prepared speech for the press conference where he's like, we're not going to win anything because look at the squad we have. <laughs> yeah. And then like the next day, <laughs> the next day, because like, I don't know what he's talking about. I think our squad isn't good enough to win everything. It's like, no, bro. <laughs> you. C- that was great. Yeah. That was so great. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I want to win, but, like, you have to look at this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, let's be realistic. <laughs> we can't win this. We can't win anything. It's like, oh, that's the coach you want. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want to hear from your coach, right? Hey, like, look at the players we have. I don't think we're really going to win anything. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I was like, this is great. Love it. <laughs> My deep... Comen, comen, renovacion. Yep. <laughs> Renew them. Yep. Do it, La Porta. 2028. Hell yeah. Just do it. Just, just forever. Yep. Just in perpetuity. That's the coach I want. Yep. <laughs> That's the coach I want coaching Barcelona. <laughs> so great. So let's talk about what's coming up for Real Madrid this week. What do we got? We got the champions. We got Sharif. Sheriff, they're a bogey, right? Like, there's a little yeah, bit of danger there. Decent. We could see something. Um, we may not I, like. I, I'm gonna. I hope that we we play. I shot the sheriff at the end of the, at the end of. I, I mean, I'm going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. we win, if we win, right? <laughs> if we win, if we don't, then we look pretty yeah, stupid. Yeah, sheriff is the yeah. last game in September. Yeah. Uh. God, that's, we gotta win that, dude. And then we have the Espanol game. Who the other um, Moldova. Yeah. So starting October, October we Spanol. have Espanol, Espanol, uh, on October third. Uh, you gotta think we gotta win that. That's yeah, at, it is. That's in Barcelona, but we should win that. I would think. Then we have Athletic. That's a tough yep. game. There's always Moving a tough well. game playing Athletic on October seventeenth. That's that's after a break, right? Yeah. Because so that's, that's the game big. that that is still undecided. I don't think we're playing that game. I I honestly don't think we're playing that game, because that game is scheduled for a Sunday, but we have a Tuesday game against Shakhtar. Um, yeah. So, so so they're gonna, yeah. So they're gonna they're probably gonna do the same thing they did with Barcelona with, where they just like skip a hole. Skip a whole Yeah, we'll you skip know. that whole down, right? Yeah, that would seem to make sense because that, that's Sunday to Tuesday from the 17th to 19th. That's like a day of rest and then go into Tuesday. Uh, yeah, not even because – and we're traveling. We're, we're travel. So you don't even get a full day of rest because you're traveling like right after the, the Bilbao game. And then, and then <laughs> that Sunday is if it's like, oh, yeah, you know, just playing Barcelona like that Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, no big the deal. Next Sunday. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no big, not at all. That's a yeah. Gonna be crazy. So one. for sure, I think I think the Shakhtar game is. I mean the the Bilbao game. That's why it, there's no time or there's nothing yet. I'm assuming they're gonna postpone. You're right. it. I think you're right. They're probably gonna postpone that. 
and then that's yeah. coming off of the international break. Well, uh, that's another funny thing about Piquet's interview this week. He's like, oh, you know, look at the schedule. That's why we sucked. Because we, we played champions. We played a Liga. And then we played uh, a Thursday game. And we play a Monday game. And it's like, yeah, dude, everyone's playing on the same schedule, you dummy. Like, it, like they did it, it doesn't matter. Like, it seems like you played three games in a week, but it's because of the spacing. But everyone is rested the same amount of time. So, invalid. Get out. That should be, I mean, you have to look, I mean, look, just look at it. Well, that has to be a pretty clear win. But, I mean, every team that comes play Real Madrid, uh-huh. that comes to play Real Madrid, they... You know they're always going to be at their best. This sheriff team, I'm telling you, they're gonna they're yeah. gonna they're gonna hit us. They're gonna fight us pretty hard. Uh, we have to beat those yeah. guys. But I mean, it's like they're gonna they're gonna give us they're gonna play like they've never played before because a team like that, you know, they're gonna be up for it. Um, I mean, and same thing if it's a Clasico we're talking about here. You know, Real Madrid, uh, Barcelona, they're gonna give us everything they got. But we should beat them mm-hmm. easily. Should. We're, we're vastly superior. Um, no. We're traveling for that sheriff game, right? Yeah, I was I was just checking. I don't remember. Uh, Finally, after a long time, we're gonna hear the champions. <laughs> nice high register right there. That, that was nice. I like that. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure you listeners enjoyed that as well. Been working on it. Another shout out to our Twitter account. Hit us up. Talk to us. That's Eden's Cheeseburger Cheese B R G R. Hit us up. Let us know how you're feeling, how you're, uh, what you're thinking. So on Instagram, listener, we are at Eden's Cheeseburger, exactly as you hear it. Eden's Cheeseburger. Don't forget to follow us, everything. Also, just a quick shout out to Paramount because I want you guys to send me a free subscription so that I can watch the Champions League game. So shout out, Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I watch on Tudene. I have it on Univision and Tudene. Oh, Tudene. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, that comes free here, so that's yeah. just like I just put it on over the year. So our next game is the Sheriff game. All right, what are your thoughts on the lineup? Who do you think we're gonna see? I'm gonna say Hassan is gonna start. I'm gonna say we're gonna see similar. Who do you take out? We're gonna take Rodrigo out. I'm gonna go with the three in the top: the Benzema, Hassan, and Vinicius. I think he's gonna stick with Vinicius at least for one more. What game. about Marco Asensio? Like you said. Asensio, you know what? He could stay for Val instead of not have Valverde and just keep Asensio. If he still thinks Val uh, has Asensio is hot, keep him in there with Mo- Casemiro and Modric. You know, it didn't work a hundred percent, but I just don't think Camavinga is ready to start a Champions League game. I hope we don't see Valverde as defense. It could be him trying out what he's thinking of doing in the Sheriff game in the in the Champions League game, right? Having Valverde there, I hope he saw that it didn't work. We don't have Valverde in in the back. We have Nacho back in his position. Yeah. And, and then I hope, I mean, he trusts Gutierrez again. I mean, he did it with Milan. Let's give him another. Ch- I, even though he hasn't really seen much, but put him in or put Lucas Vasquez in there as well. You know, either one. Just don't put Valverde back there. Yeah, I got to agree. I got to say, I hope he plays this the right way. I hope that we don't do any crazy kind of experiments, right? I want to see kind of Miguel Gutierrez at left back in his natural position, Militao Alaba at center backs, right back Nacho. In the midfield, I'm going to go with Casemiro, Modric, and Valverde. 
Uh, I think Valdetta doesn't deserve to be out of the team. He's just kind of out of position the last few games. And then up top, I would go with Marco Asensio on the right. Yeah. Inis, uh, sorry, Eden Hazard on the left. Drop Vinicius. And Karim Benzema up top. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would yeah. go for. Mo- mainly, I want to get um, Eden Hazard going. And I don't think Vinicius yeah. has done enough in the last two games to kind of keep his starting spot. I think if 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 this guy, mm-hmm. Ancelotti, is going to start playing, if he's going to play players who are in form, then you got to start with uh, Eden Hazard. And Vinicius, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, he's kind of fallen out of form the last few games. So, yeah. You think, you think, uh, um, I mean, I don't think he's going to do this ever, but do you think he would ever go to a three in the back? Yeah, man. Um, I, I hope not. It feels like that's kind of like the last resort of coaches. Like Zidane tried to do that. Uh, and then, you know, you end up with all kinds of crazy things in order to make a system like that work, right? So, like, yeah. the Chelsea game, you have Vinicius playing right wing back. And, uh, dude, that would, I, I just don't want to see any of that. Like, you have – the thing is with, like, with three at the back is you have so many players who are out of position at that point. You have so many players who are not in their comfortable you positions. Do. You do. You do. That, like, you know, we don't have any natural, like, right wing backs or – we don't have – very many players who are just can bomb down the field. I mean, we have them on the left with like if Fernandi comes back, but on the right, like aside from like Fede Valverde is a player who like will just bomb up and down that like right flank. Like who's gonna do that? No one. Yeah, I was just thinking because I mean the defense is the one that's killing us the most right now, and we have nothing. Like I don't know if I trust anyone else other than the three that we have right now is Alaba. Nacho and Militao. Yeah, the nice thing is that Nacho can play either left or right back. I mean, he's not really like to, like today That's he true. played at left back. He was not effective. It, no, not but at I all. mean, um, he's there. I mean, he can he can do the job. I mean, but I mean, I think any any Madridista would say, you know, put put Miguel Gutierrez in and then put Nacho at right back and Fede Valverde. We got to fit him in, in midfield. He can help out Casimiro and Modric. I um, mean, today, today was a thing of, like, trying to fit in Asensio because he had such a great game. Uh, but it just didn't uh-huh. work, man. It just didn't work at all. No. Well, we'll see. We'll see what, what Tuesday has. Yep, we'll see. We'll see. All right, listener, we will talk on, uh, let's see, we will talk again Sunday, October 3rd. Back already in October, we're going to have the Espanol game. So we will talk to you after then. Signing off for the week, this is Jose and Alex. 